Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And we're live here on a Wednesday. It is week 17 or week 18 now in the 2023 NFL season. The Pittsburgh Steelers will be traveling to Baltimore, Maryland this week to take on the dreaded Ratbirds, the Baltimore Ravens, with the season on the line. We learned today Lamar Jackson will not be playing. He's too scared, man. He want, he's too worried he's going to lose that MVP if he has to go up against this Steelers defense, man. But welcome into the show. I'm your host, Jack Sperry. We're, we we're going to cover a bunch of stuff today. Of course, season finale on Saturday. Playoffs on the line for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is going to be the first and probably what could be three live shows for the Pittsburgh Steelers talk crew here this week because we're going to have today's show, we're going to be having Saturday's watch party, and then if the season comes down to Sunday night football between the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, Coop and I, we're going to be going live again for a second watch party this weekend to see if the Steelers make the playoffs. But as for today, we got the latest news and rumors surrounding the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to be talking about whether or not I think Mason Rudolph should be the starting quarterback for the black and gold for the 2024 season. Uh, the there's a report out about what the asking price for Justin Fields could be next offseason if the Steelers wanted to pursue him. Travis Kelsey and TJ Watt kind of blasted the Mike Tomlin haters out there. And then also, I'm going to be making the case for Mike Tomlin to be the head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2024 and beyond. I'm going to be taking a look at really the last six years uh, in detail from 2018 to 2023. Kind of some mediocre football, right? Only one 10-plus uh, win season during that time frame. And I'm going to kind of break down why I think Mike Tomlin uh, is the right guy to usher in the next era of winning football here in Pittsburgh. And then also, as always, every single week we do a live Q&A mailbag. We're going to have that for you guys here in just a second. Use hashtag Steelers or Super Chat to get your question on today's show and have your voice heard. Mr. Jeffrey Cooperstein, how we doing, my friend? I'm well, Spare Dog. And are yourself? You, are you ready for a very busy week of Steelers oh, coverage this week? It's going to be electric. Steelers in the playoff race. Got us. It starts by winning Saturday. Yeah, you got to win Saturday. Step one is win Saturday. Technically, the Steelers could get in if it's they lose. It's not over. If they lose, but uh, it just makes it a lot more easier uh, if the Steelers end up winning here Which, on Saturday. Well, and honestly, they should win on Saturday. No Lamar Jackson. No Lamar Jackson. It looks like they're not going to be playing a lot of their starters uh, this weekend. Steelers, of course, are playing everybody. So if the Steelers lose this game against uh, essentially the, the JV team for the Baltimore Ravens, it's just not going to be good for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I can I can assume all the Mike Tomlin haters will come out in full force if they're unable to win this weekend. But you know what? That's not going to happen. The Ratbirds are going down. We're going to the playoffs. And here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I see Ray Caster in there saying the weather's going to be bad. And, you know, if it's rainy or if it's snowy, I actually think that the Steelers, that might work to their advantage a little bit, uh, especially if Najee Harris and Jalen Warren can get going in the run game again, uh, do what they did against Seattle last weekend would be absolutely fantastic. But let's talk a little bit about the playoffs here. Will the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs this year? Yes or no, Coop? Let me know. Yes, they're going to do it. I just They're think that right now the momentum is all on their side. 
I don't, you know, I you look at the matchups that the Steelers need, right? Because if they win, they need either the Miami Dolphins to upset the Buffalo Bills, all right? Because it is an upset, right? Because Tua's a little bit banged up. They don't yep. have Jalen Phillips or Bradley Chubb. They're two starting safeties uh, or two edge rushers, my, my bad. Uh, but, you know, the, and then the Tennessee game against Jacksonville, I just don't really trust Tennessee to go ahead and win that football game. But it just feels like something is going to happen this weekend to get the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. I mean, ever since Mason Rudolph has come in, it's, been su- it's just been a super magical run here over these last two weeks. You're playing against the backups against the Baltimore Ravens. The NFL is going to make Steelers fans wait as long as humanly possible to get an answer on this. I have a feeling we're going to be going live si- uh, Sunday night. Uh, for that Sunday night football game, and it's going to come down to that. Uh, and, you know, it's just going to be interesting, man. It really, David really is. says yes. Linesy says yes. Kyle and Ashton also say yes. I think the confidence in Steelers Nation's high. Yeah, you need the Dolphins to win over, over the Bills, all right? Or you need uh, the Titans to beat the Jaguars if you win. You just need one of those things. You don't need both, all Ar- right? So- Arctic, we'll get to your super chat in just a moment, but we have to tell you guys about today's presenting sponsor. All right, so let's talk about today's sponsor for today's live stream, which is Factor Meals. Get started with, on your New Year's resolutions with today's sponsor, Factor, which is a ready-to-eat meal delivery service uh, that takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores and the prep work and the cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered straight to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions this year. What's even better is that Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going no matter what's on your schedule. They actually sent a couple of those meals and those juices and those smoothies to Coop and I. Uh, thanks to Factor for that. They were absolutely delicious, and I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be getting more here in the future. Head on over to factormeals.com slash SteelersChat50 and use code SteelersChat50, one word, to get 50% off Factor Meals today. That's code SteelersChat50 at factormeals.com slash SteelersChat50 for 50% off today. And we got our first super chat today, which comes from Arctic Adjuster. What's up, Arctic? Says, hater is just a word used by someone with no counter to the arguments. Tomlin is awful at a lot of things. Facts, not hate. So I'll tell I you the things. I think fa- those are facts. So I'll tell you right now the things that he's not awful at. I'm gonna, leadership. I, he's not awful at defensive game planning. He's not awful at getting past 500 every single year. He's not bad at these things, all right? You listen to the people that are around Mike Tomlin. You listen to the actual people in the NFL, and they talk about this guy as like he's a future Hall of Famer because he is. So I think from an outsider's perspective to say that he's awful at a lot of things and calling that facts, unfortunately, I just think that might be a little bit obtuse. I think that might be... Sorry, you just can't be awful if you have 17 seasons and you don't have... Any losing seasons. Put, keep, the, keep this in mind right now. Mike Tomlin has more long, non-losing seasons in a row than Bill th- Belichick. Th- no, than any other head coach has ever been in this league with their current team other than Bill Belichick, and he's about to get fired. All right, keep that in mind. That's 17 straight years. John Harbaugh is the next closest, and he's at 16. And he's had losing seasons there in Baltimore, I believe. Uh, and it just seems like Mike Tomlin, I'm going to be going into the Mike Tomlin resume today, kind of, let, kind of laying out my case for why I think that he is the, the best guy to usher in this next era here. I don't think it's the time to move on. I think that he's, he's somebody that really gets uh, whatever team he's coaching to their absolute ceiling. If they have the talent on the team to be a title contender, they're competing for titles. If they have problems at the offensive coordinator and quarterback position, he gets them into playoff contention and then, I mean, just because you don't have the talent, they, they can't really elevate past that mark. The fact that this year's team is going to have a winning record and last year's team had a winning record with the offensive issues that they've had. I mean, they haven't had, I mean, and this goes back to Big Ben too, because yes, they had that 12-4 and four season back in 2020, but Big Ben's age was starting to show at that point. 
And it's like, what do you want Mike Tomlin to do? All right, Big, Big Ben Roethlisberger looked tired at the end yeah, of those final exhausted. seasons. And it's like, do you really expect Mike Tomlin to get those teams to Super Bowls when you got pretty much a geriatric quarterback? And then over these last two seasons, he's been dealing with uh, Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada. And he's still getting these teams to over uh, 500. It's absolutely incredible what this guy is able to do to rally a locker room around him and around each other to really uh, you know, be mentally tough throughout this season. And no matter what happens, they end up being competitive year in and year out. And I'm telling you guys right now, when it comes to Mike Tomlin, I'm going to be talking about this in our later segment. You put the right offensive coordinator and the right quarterback in this system, this team's going to be ready to win Super Bowls again very quickly. Because they already have some great pieces, right? They already have. T.J. Watt. They already have Minka Fitzpatrick. They already have Cam Hayward and Alex Highsmith and George Pickens and Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren and all these guys that they have on this roster right now. If you get the right offensive coordinator and you get the quarterback uh, uh, position right this offseason, Mason Rudolph, a third-string quarterback, is proving this right now. All right, Mason Rudolph is putting up 30-plus point performances, 400-plus yard performances on offense. Just imagine if they get a bona fide, legitimate franchise quarterback in this building. Now, is Mason Rudolph a, a potential starter in this league? I'll, I'll answer that here in about two minutes. But when it comes to Mike Tomlin, I, right now, I don't want to hear anybody say that he's an awful head coach because that's just not true. Is he a perfect head coach? No, but nobody is. Not even Bill Belichick is a perfect head coach. All right, The game management could be a little bit better on Mike Tomlin's end. Absolutely. All right, he's had some very bad losses throughout his career, including this season. All right, I was on this show blasting Mike Tomlin for those two losses against the Cardinals and Patriots. I mean, but I, I, I look at what he's able to do and how he's able to elevate a roster and get them to their ceiling year in and year out, no matter what's happening. Right, this team went freaking 8-8 eight and eight with Duck Hodges and a young Mason Rudolph. All right, that, I mean, goodness gracious, Mike Tomlin's a great head coach in my opinion. And that's where I stand. But what do you guys think? Who do you guys want to be the Steelers' QB1 next year? Do you want it to be Mason Rudolph? Do you want to go trade for Justin Fields? Do you want to sign Russell Wilson? Let me know down there in the comment section. So Ray Caster. So Ray Caster. Okay, so this is, he, he's in the comment section. He's, he's listing all the bad offensive coordinator hires that Mike Tomlin has had. And listen, this is one of the legitimate uh, criticisms for Mike Tomlin. All right, because a head coach needs to be able to hire offensive coach talent, and he hasn't done that, and that is the big thing for Mike Tomlin. He needs to get this next offensive coordinator right. All right, absolutely. Uh, but I think it's going to be Eric Bieniemy. He's close with Tomlin personally. I like his offensive structure, and he's a change from what we've seen here in Pittsburgh. And after these last three kind of failures at offensive coordinator. I definitely think uh, Tomlin is going to be able to get this one right, or at least I hope. If he doesn't get the next one right, my guess is he's going to get fired. All right, uh, so let me know down there in the comments section where you guys want. Everybody just wants to get rid of Mitch Trubisky. That's what people are saying in the chat here, Coop. What do you, guys, what do you think? I mean, I think that's a given, right? You've got to get rid of Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky's gone. I see a lot of Justin Fields as well. Fields is obviously intriguing. We'll see what Chicago decides to do now that they have the number one pick. Yeah, I mean, that should, whatever Chicago decides to do, it's going to be super fascinating because they could trade down, they could keep fields, they could draft Caleb Williams if they wanted to and kind of reset that quarterback clock. But to me, it, it's just, I can't wait to see. And I, I, as a Steelers fan, I want them to trade Justin Fields somewhere. Uh, maybe even Pittsburgh Steelers. We know Mike Tomlin loves him some Justin Fields. So if he's available and the Bears are trading him, I think the Steelers are going to do whatever it takes to get Justin Fields to be their next quarterback here in Pittsburgh uh, and maybe try to combine Justin Fields with Eric Bieniemy, and that's kind of like their best-case scenario right now. But it's definitely going to be interesting. We're going to be covering it right here on the show uh, all offseason, so make sure you click that subscribe button. Today's Super Chat menu for a $5 Super Chat. We'll sing the Rudolph the Third String QB uh, song. So we've already got one of those, so we'll sing that. Uh, here before we get into our first segment. $10 shots today. We'll take shots for $10. Uh, $20, Coop will get a tortilla and slap the living crap out of me. All right, and then $100 total, you get to join Steelers Talk Gold Club. It's a lifelong membership. You get a, a Gold Club sticker next to your Super Chats for Life. 
and you get a shout out on every single Steelers Talk live show. So shout out to Austin, Mo Love, Brian Love, Anthony Fuller, Nathan Glass, James Lombardo, DJV, Patty Gustafson, Elliptic Six, Alexander Watson, Zach Ecker, Troy Hart, Andrew Longoria, Jesse Johnson, Go Blue Buckeye, Samuel Pugh, Hot Rod 24, Black and Gold Emperor 40, Lord Buddy Bear, Max Payne, Chad Corley, F1 Video Watcher, Steelers Dad, K Drizzy, Andrew Arnold, Jesper Turkelson, Jacob Wizarek, Nightmare Sporting XD, DJ KJ, Gwendolyn, Latanya, Etheria, Jesper, and Kenny Pickettsburg. Thank you to all of our members of Steelers Talk Gold Club out there. You guys are the absolute best. And then a special shout out to our Black Diamonds. These are the people that have put in $500 or more on a single stream. These are the craziest of the crazy. You could be next if you want. Uh, you get your own Super Chat sticker and you get a customized jersey with a retired number that I wear here on the streams for our watch party. So shout out to Samuel Pugh, F1 Video Watcher, Nathan Glass, Kurgan Cold, Go Blue Buckeye, Elliptic Six, and Gwendolyn. All right, so we, we're going to get into our first segment here, news and rumors, in about two minutes. Make sure you guys click that subscribe button right now. we got about 161 people watching, just 32 likes. I want to get up to 40 likes here before we get things going. Elliptic Six, shout out to you. He says, in addition to the benefits of Black Diamond slash Gold Club, he says, and maybe even a song. Yeah, man, I mean. Only might... for you, Sixer. Only for you, Sixer. That's right. So $5, we'll sing the Mason Rudolph song. We already got a $5 Super Chat, so we'll sing that real quick before we get into our first segment, and then we'll get into news and rumors today. Coop, are you ready to get things going? Let's do it. Rudolph, the third string QB, finally got a chance to play. And if the Ravens test him, test him. they are going to have to pay. All of the other QBs, QBs took the reps and called him names. Like a loser. Tom will never look. Poor Rudolph. Rudolph. Playing any football games. Then with the season on the line, Tomlin came to say, oh, oh, oh. Rudolph, with your throws of might, won't you guide my team tonight? Then all the Yinzers loved him. Loved him. And they shouted out with glee. Rudolph, the third string QB. QB. You'll lead us to victory. There we go. The first Mason Rudolph song of the day. Another $5 super chat. And we'll sing it during the break between the news and rumors segment and the mailbag here. Again, make sure you guys use hashtag Steelers or Super Chat to get your questions, your comments, your ideas on today's show, this week's mailbag. This is your chance to have your voice heard right here on the channel. Of course, later in today's show, make sure you stick around. I'm going to be making the case for why Mike Tomlin is the right guy for the Pittsburgh Steelers as the head coach moving into the future. Uh, and, and, you know, It's going to be a great show, man. I can't wait to get things going. Damian Roy says he was waving his lighter while we, I love it. while we were singing the song. That's great stuff, Damien. Thanks for being a real one. Let's get things going today. Uh, did we get the 40 likes? We did. Okay, perfect. Let's get into this first segment of the day, Steelers News and Rumors, heading into Week 18. Mason Rudolph has played great through the first two weeks of starting this season. Could he be the starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2024? I'm going to give my take on that here in just a second. Also, uh, ESPN reports what the likely trade compensation would, would look like for Justin Fields if the Bears decide to trade him this offseason before the 2024 NFL Draft. Is it worth it for the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'll also answer that question. And then also future Hall of Famers Travis Kelsey and TJ Watt comment on the latest rumors and the Tomlin haters out there saying that he is a bad NFL head coach. So make sure you stick around for that. Before we get into today's Steelers news and rumors on today's edition of Steelers Talk, do me a favor and click that subscribe button and join the fastest growing community of Yinzers right here on the YouTube platform. We got breaking news coverage for you guys. Whenever breaking news hits, whenever the Steelers hire their new OC, if they go out and make a big trade for somebody this offseason, 
We're going to have extensive coverage of free agency and the NFL draft as well, so make sure you click that subscribe button for that. We also have two weekly live shows here until the end of the season. We got the live show every week on Wednesday, and then we got watch parties for every single Steelers regular season game and hopefully a couple of playoff games as well. And oh yeah, it's all 100% free. So do me a favor, click that subscribe button right now and join our family of Steelers fans today. All right, so let's talk about Mason Rudolph because, I mean, I have been super impressed with what Mason Rudolph has been able to do coming in, you know, being a scout team quarterback for pretty much the last two seasons and coming in and being a very serviceable NFL starter, putting up 230-point, 30-plus point, 400-plus uh, yard performances for the offense over the last two weeks. And now Steelers fans are starting to say, you know what, maybe we should give Mason a chance to be the full-time starter in the 2024 NFL season. So what really needs to happen for me to think that that's a good idea? So first, let's break down the stats a little bit here uh, between Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett, all right? So right now, obviously, Mason's stats are, are a lot better, all right? You look at the completion percentage, it's, it's multiple points higher, over 100 more yards per game passing than, than when Pickett was playing this season. Of course, touchdown interception is going to be different because Pickett's played so much more. I think both guys have done a really good job at protecting the football, but I think Mason is doing a better job at getting the, the offense into the end zone. Uh, and, and the result of that is a 115.3 passer rating, which among NFL quarterbacks with at least 50 pass attempts, that ranks number one in the National Football League. Now, granted, he was playing against the Seahawks and Bengals defenses, not the best defenses in the world. But my take on Rudolph here is that although uh, he's definitely the best quarterback on this roster right now, I think that he sticks in the pocket better. I think he has better downfield vision than Kenny Pickett at this point in their respective careers. And it should definitely be Rudolph's uh, job here until the end of the season, all right? Even if the Steelers end up making the playoffs, I think you stick with Rudolph for as long as you can. And the only reason why you'd go back to Pickett is if Rudolph just straight up stinks in the first half of this week's Ravens game and you got to make a change. But I also think that there are probably better options to be the Steelers' starting quarterback heading into the 2024 offseason. And, you know, there's still some things that I need to see from Mason before I really think that I can say that you can put him into a role where he's going to be starting in 2024. First thing I need to see is another great performance against the Ravens in Week 18. They're going to be playing their backups. There's no reason why Mason can't light it up once again this week. Also, I think the Steelers need to make the playoffs, all right? Because if they don't make the playoffs, even if they win this week, you got three good performances against three bad defenses, essentially. Because remember, the Ravens, usually a good defense, not so good this week with their backups playing. Uh, but then I also think you have to have a strong performance against a legitimate playoff-caliber defense once you get into the playoffs. And if he can do all three of these things, then I might be willing to entertain the possibility of Rudolph coming in and maybe competing for the starting job in 2024. But there are other quarterback options out there that I'd probably rather have than Mason Rudolph right now. I would probably rather trade for Justin Fields just because of that high upside factor uh, that, that's involved with him. Maybe don't want to trade too much for him, but we'll go over uh, a little bit of that trade compensation uh, later in today's show. Jacoby Brissett, I also think, would probably really do well in this offense, especially if they end up hiring Eric Bieniemy, who I think Mike Tomlin will hire as the next offensive coordinator of this football team. Baker Mayfield, if he wants to leave Tampa Bay and come to Pittsburgh, I think would be a better option than Mason Rudolph uh, at this point. And then Russell Wilson, I think, was somebody that could absolutely still be a good starter in this league. I think that he's he has a nice touchdown-interception ratio this year. I think he's played a lot better in, in, in Denver over the second half of the season than people give him credit for. And I do think Russell Wilson, at least right now, I do think Wilson is the superior quarterback to Mason Rudolph. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comment section. Should the Steelers re-sign Mason Rudolph this offseason to be their starter for 2024? At least give him a chance to compete for the job. Type yes or type no. This is going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So YouTube's going to throw you an ad break here in just a couple of seconds. When that happens, take advantage of that time by answering today's pinned question. And now I want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor today at Factor Meals. Get started on your New Year's resolutions with today's sponsor, Factor, which is a re ready-to-eat meal delivery service 
that takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores and the prep work and the cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered straight to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions. Stress less over meal times with factors no prep, no meal mess or meals to free up time otherwise spent cooking, chopping, cleanup. We know how much we ate doing those dishes, how much time it can take to cook, cook yourself a decent meal. With Factor, it's super easy. It takes super, super fast to cook it. It's just two minutes in the microwave and you're done. Head on over to factormeals.com slash SteelersChat50 and use code SteelersChat50, one word, to get 50% off Factor Meals today. That's code SteelersChat50 at factormeals.com slash SteelersChat50, one word, to get 50% off today. So now let's shift to one of those quarterbacks that I had on my list that I'd rather have over Mason Rudolph at this point, which is Justin Fields. And Jeremy Fowler from ESPN reports that the likely asking price if the Chicago Bears decide to trade him this offseason will be a second or third round pick. Now, personally, I think it's definitely going to be closer to a round two pick than a round three pick at this point, especially with the way Fields is playing down the stretch of this season. The Bears are starting to win football games. They've taken themselves, uh, uh, you know, their defense is playing a lot better. DJ Moore's playing really well with Fields throwing him the football. And you know what? If, if the Bears called me up here, right, if, if Ryan Poles calls me up and I'm Omar Khan and says, you know what, we'll give you Justin Fields in exchange for a second round pick and maybe like a future fourth or something like that, I am taking that deal in a heartbeat. Justin Fields, I know that he's a little bit risky, guys, but in order to make money, you have to spend a little bit of money. And it's the same thing goes with risk in the National Football League, right? If you want to hit the Grand Slam home run, you're going to have to take on a little bit of risk here. And I think Justin Fields has the skill set here, not only as a passer, but also as a dynamic rusher that could immediately put the Pittsburgh Steelers from a team fighting for a playoff spot to one of the top title contenders for years to come. Now, if he doesn't work out, obviously, uh, that would be huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It would probably cost Mike Tomlin his job. Uh, you know, TJ Watt might have to get traded. They'd have to completely blow it up if Justin Fields does not work out. But please tell me another option that the Steelers can afford to go out and get that could legitimately be a superstar as early as next year. His rushing stats this year are absolutely fantastic. 630 yards for 52.5 rushing yards per game. He has four rushing touchdowns and he has added 8.8 uh, .8 points above replacement to his total here in 2023. And then you look at the 2023 stats to this point and I really do think that Justin Fields has the passing capabilities uh, to be a true superstar in this league, not only as a rusher, but also as a passer. And I think he's really shown that down the home stretch here of the 2023 season. Now Justin Fields and Kenny Pickett have played the exact same amount of games, and Justin Fields with, uh, has over 13 more touchdowns than Pickett this year. Now he has thrown more interceptions, but it hasn't been terrible. He has more than twice the amount of touchdowns as he has interceptions, and the quarterback rating is higher for Justin Fields, and I think because you take into account the rushing ability of Justin Fields in a potential offense like Eric Bieniemy's or someone else that Mike Tomlin would bring in, I think Justin Fields is the type of talent that could be the guy here in Pittsburgh for the next decade and could put us in title contention for the foreseeable future. Now, I definitely think that this is a possibility for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I know Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, really likes him some Justin Fields. And if he's available, if Chicago goes for like a Caleb Williams, number one overall, and makes Justin Fields available via trade, I think Mike Tomlin is going to be pushing Omar Khan to do whatever it takes to bring him to Pittsburgh to become the next uh, quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He went to this guy's pro day, and he wasn't really looking at any of the, of the other players, right? He went to Justin Fields' pro day knowing that Big Ben Roethlisberger was going to be his quarterback in 2021 uh, just to see Justin Fields and his talent and what he brings to the table. He loves Justin Fields. He loves his mentality. He loves his skill set. And if he's made available this offseason, I think Tomlin will pound the table to get him 
in the building. Now, was it going to cost to get him? I think it's probably going to take a second rounder this upcoming season, along with a future fourth round pick, maybe in a future third. I think that Justin Fields is going to be a very hot commodity if he's made available. I think Atlanta is going to be trying to get him. I think uh, Las Vegas could be wanting to get him. There's going to be a bidding war for Justin Fields if he's made available, especially with the way that he's played over the last few weeks there in Chicago. So I think the Steelers are going to try to do whatever it takes. This is what I think it probably will cost to go out and get the Bears signal caller. Now, if you're Omar Khan, are you taking this deal? Let me know down there in the comment section. Would you accept this trade? Type A if you're going to accept it, or type D if you're going to decline it. For me, I am spamming that A down there in the comment section. Justin Fields, I think, is the type of swing that the Steelers need to, meet and need to make in order to get back into title contention by next season. So before we go, I want to address some of the things that some future Hall of Fame players in the National Football League are saying about Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Because there's a lot of Steelers fans and there's a lot of pundits in the media that have been kind of questioning Mike Tomlin and his ability to lead an NFL football team despite having more non-losing seasons in a row, that's 17, than any other uh, NFL head coach has with their current team right now, other than Bill Belichick, and he's about to get fired. Uh, Travis Kelsey uh, responded to some of this criticism from Mike Tomlin on his podcast with his brother Jason Kelsey, and this is what he had to say. The media are so dumb. Why, are we even do, why do we even do media? They're just a bunch of jackasses. They're just out there taking, talking nonsense. One of the best coaches the NFL has ever seen talking about Tomlin, about to possibly get his 17th consecutive non-losing season, Jesus Christ. Now, it, not only did he possibly get it, he actually did it. And here's actually the thing, Travis. It's not just the media. It's act, this, was a, this fire was actually stoked by many Steelers fans out there that would rather go with another option than Mike Tomlin at this point. They want to see a change. And although I get some of the, uh, you know, the, the criticisms of Mike Tomlin, you know, he hasn't hired a good offensive coordinator in a long time, right? Probably since uh, Bruce Arians or Todd Ailey, if you liked him as well. Uh, but he, 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 he played a big role in getting Kenny Pickett in here, which wasn't good either. But how about we listen to some of the players that are in the locker room right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers, namely a future Hall of Famer, one of the best defensive players in, of all time, in my opinion, and T.J. Watt, who had this to say about his head coach. The reason why we're winning right now is Mike Tomlin. I've said this my whole career here. Never too high, never too low, always consistent. The team meetings are incredible. Everybody, I wish they had a chance to sit in those team meetings. And I think it's just him giving a great message to us and running with it. And guys having true belief in this locker room and the guys in it. There's been a lot of outside noise, but at the end of the day, the guys have been working their tails off and trusting in each other, and it doesn't matter how depleted we are. We understand that's, uh, that's happening all over the league, but if we want to win games, it's going to take the guys in this building. And you know, with all the people on the outside here that aren't in an NFL locker room, I've never been in an NFL locker room, myself included here. Uh, playing, saying stuff like, oh, Mike Tomlin sucks. He's awful. He's a terrible head coach, and he needs to be replaced. I mean, how about we listen to the players here? How about we listen to future Hall of Fame players like T.J. Watt, who's been in that locker room with Mike Tomlin his entire career? How about we listen to guys like Travis Kelsey, who knows what great coaching looks like because he's been with Andy Reid for all these years. These guys understand what great coaching looks like, Hall of Fame-level coaching looks like, and Mike Tomlin brings that to the Pittsburgh Steelers year in, and year out. And I'm telling you guys right now, I've been saying it for weeks. You get Tomlin, the right offensive coordinator to pair with, along with the right quarterback. And I think he's going to have this team right back to winning championships yet again. Now, let me know down there in the comments section. What say you? Is Mike Tomlin a top five head coach in the National Football League right now? Type yes or no for me down there in the comments section. Let me know how you're feeling about the Steelers head man. That'll be it for today's show, guys. Really do appreciate all of your support. Make sure you click that subscribe button again because not only are we in a sub battle this week with our sister company, Ravens Rundown, and we cannot lose to those guys, but we're also going to be having great coverage throughout Week 18 and hopefully throughout the playoffs for your Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, $2 Super Chat. What's up, Dominic? Says, George Pickens a problem now that a QB wants to throw to him. He means a problem in a good way. Oh, yeah, 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 he yeah. He is an absolute beast. <laughs> I mean, did you, the last couple of games, 
Didn't you say he's he's averaging the most yards per reception in the NFL the last two weeks? Over the last two weeks, he's averaging like over 25 yards per completion or something like that. It's absolutely unbelievable uh, what George Pickens has been able to do. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's incredible that two weeks ago we were right here on Steelers Talk Live Coop and people were like, we need to trade this guy in the offseason. This guy needs to go. And now after these two performances that he's had, there's, good turnaround. there's no way that they're trading him. All right. And you, you, you realize something here, Coop. Once George Pickens was actually getting the football, the antics stopped. He yeah. started blocking for Jalen Warren. He made a great block for Jalen Warren last week that led to his touchdown. Right? Yeah, receivers are divas, man. Receiver, you get them the ball. And they'll be involved. You don't get them. The but ball, here's the thing, man. Complain. Here's the thing. Receivers know that their production and all this different stuff is super dependent on play calling and quarterback play. And George Pickens knows he has the talent to be one oh, of yeah. the best, if not the most productive receiver in this league. If they just get him the fucking football down the field. And that's what Mason Rudolph is doing. He's sticking in the pocket. He's letting routes develop for George. He is targeting him intentionally down the field, and you're, and you're seeing the result. He's been the best receiver in football the last two weeks, bar none. All right, so he's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for your $2 super chat there, Dominic. You are a real one. Today's super chat menu, $5 super chats. We're singing the Rudolph, the third string QB song. Uh, $10 super chats. We're taking shots uh, here on the show. $20 tortilla slaps. And then $100 total gets you in Steelers Talk Gold Club. So we still got one more segment to go here. Uno mas. One more segment. And, you know, I think it is about time. I actually put a, a Twitter thread or an X thread, whatever you guys want to call it, uh, on X last week where I kind of broke down the last six years of mediocre, quote-unquote, mediocre football from the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Uh, that stretch where we don't have any playoff wins. We only have one double-digit win season in that time. Uh, at least so far, we might get the double digits this year. Uh, but kind of breaking down those years and why I think that Mike Tomlin is still the right guy uh, to usher this team into the next era of football here in Pittsburgh, despite th those, those relative struggles over the last six years. I still think Mike Tomlin's an excellent head coach. I'm going to be breaking down the reasons why here in about two minutes. We also got a $2 super chat here from DJ KJ. What's up, DJ KJ? says, what former Steelers players could come back. I, Antonio Brown. No, not Antonio Brown. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Charlie Batch? I, I, I honestly don't even know, like, fully. Like, the we, whole, don't, we don't know who's going to be available. We don't know who's going to be available. We don't know who's going to be re-signed. We don't know uh, who's going to be available via trade, all these different things. Uh, really, nobody comes to mind that the Steelers would really want. Is Juju a free agent again this year? He probably is. I mean, I don't know if I'd really want Juju. I mean, he's, really, he's, he's Tomlin's type of guy as a slot receiver. Bigger guy, can block. I, it wouldn't shock me if they brought Juju back. Uh, but that's really the only one that really comes to my mind right now. I know Cam Sutton. Josh Dobbs? <laughs> Maybe as a backup to Mason Rudolph. I mean, but no, I don't think Joshua Lee Dobbs says Duck either. Hodges. Duck Hodges is, is Duck Hodges has been a fucking real estate agent for the careful, last five years. Careful. No. Remember what we talked about earlier today? Coop. I got it, all right? Careful. I've got it, homie. All right. So let's get into this final segment here. I want to talk about Mike Tomlin because I believe that he's a really good head coach. I know that not everybody's going to agree with me on that, and that's okay, right? Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm not somebody that goes on Twitter and is like, oh, if you don't like Mike Tomlin, you're not a fan of this team, right? I'm not somebody, I'm not one of those guys, right? So if you don't like Mike Tomlin, you want him to get fired, that's your opinion, all right? I completely understand that take. But for me personally, I think Mike Tomlin should remain the head coach here in Pittsburgh for at least another year. Uh, and I still think with the way the team is constructed and how I think they're so close to getting back to title contention. I mean, for the love of God, they have a chance to get to 10-7 and seven with one of the worst defenses in Pittsburgh Steelers history this year. All right, that is an incredible accomplishment. The adjustments that Tomlin has had to make this year, finally going to Rudolph, right, after Mitch Trubisky was completely crapping the bed. Right, then you go to all the defensive adjustments they've had to make. 
bringing guys in, getting them ready with like guys like Eric Rowe and Miles Jack doing a fantastic job, right? Mike Tomlin, that's coaching, that's culture. I love what he's done this year. Then we got Todd Hastings here with a $2 Super Chat. Says, great teams have great lines. When will they fix it? So defensive line is great. The defensive line's really good with Cam Hayward. You have Watt TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward. Keanu Benson. Keanu Benson, Larry Joby, still a good player. Defensive line's not the it's problem. It's the offensive line. And to, the, and to their credit, the offensive line balled out last week. All right? You don't get over 220 yards of rushing. True that. Like they did last week without that. All right, you just don't. You just don't. And that, there's a reason why uh, Najee Harris uh, completely praised that offensive line last week because they did ball out. So we're ready to get things going here. 168 people watching, 111 likes. Tell you what, if we get to 120 likes by the time we get out of this next segment, I'll take a shot. So if you have not already, click that thumbs up icon. I'll do a shot for if we get nine more likes. All right, so I appreciate everybody's support out there. Let's get into Mike Tomlin's resume right here on Steelers Talk. Welcome into Steelers Talk, and on today's show, I'm going to be analyzing why I believe Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin is the right man uh, for the job here in Pittsburgh as the head coach for at least the next couple of seasons, and why I believe that if you give him the right offensive coordinator and the right quarterback this offseason or, or, or in the future here in general, I think this team could absolutely win Super Bowls once again with Mike Tomlin at the helm. Before I get into Tomlin's resume today and we have this discussion, make sure you guys uh, get in the comment section right now and answer this question for me. Is Mike Tomlin is an elite NFL head coach? Give me a yes. Give me a no. Let me know what you guys think down there in the comments section. You guys are going to see throughout this video why I would be answering yes to this question, but also I completely understand if you answer no. So let's start with the accomplishments, all right? Let's start with the good things about Mike Tomlin's uh, career as the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. Of course, he won the Super Bowl uh, back in 20, uh, 2008, 2009, Super Bowl 43. Uh, of course, with the Big Ben Santonio Holmes catch, the iconic game, of course. Two Super Bowl appearances, lost his other appearance to the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but also a three AFC championship appearances in 17 years. You got 10 playoff appearances, all right? Nine double-digit win seasons, nine of 16 to this point. Could be uh, 10 for 17 if they win against the Ravens this weekend. And then also 17 straight non-losing seasons. That is more non-losing seasons in a row than any NFL head coach has been with their current team, which is 16 years, John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens. And then also the career win percentage, 62.2 over a 17-year stretch is still the sixth highest among current NFL head coaches. And that includes guys that have only been head coaches for like a year, two years, three years. He is still competing with the top guys in the league in terms of career win percentage. And, you know, for being as coachable as long as he has, that is extremely, extremely impressive. But that's not to say that there aren't legitimate criticisms about Mike Tomlin, which is why, you know, if you disagree with me and you think Mike Tomlin isn't the right guy and the Steelers need something fresh, I completely understand that because the Steelers don't have any playoff wins since 2016. You know, you can say all you want about regular season, but the argument is, you know, he doesn't really win when it counts. We'll be discussing that uh, on today's show as well, but also no Super Bowl appearances since 2010. So throughout 2010 to 2020, that whole decade there, no Super Bowl appearances other than that Green Bay Super Bowl, which they lost, by the way. And then also they've only had one 10-win uh, season over the last six seasons here in Pittsburgh. It's been a lot of 9-7, and seven, a lot of 8-8 eight and eight here in Pittsburgh here over the last half decade. So on today's show, I'm going to be breaking down those quote-unquote mediocre years here in Pittsburgh under Mike Tomlin. And I'm going to tell you why they don't necessarily concern me or not necessarily make me want to get off of Mike Tomlin as the head coach of this team moving forward. But before I go over uh, over the next last six years in detail and kind of uh, my thoughts on those years, go ahead right now and get started on your New Year's resolutions with today's sponsor at Factor Meals. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery service takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores and the prep work and the cooking fatigue. Instead, getting sh get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered straight to your door with over uh, 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons 
So you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions. What's even better is that Factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going no matter what's on your schedule. Factor was uh, nice enough to send Coop and I some, of the, some, uh, some meals and some juices and some of the breakfast stuff as well. Absolutely fantastic stuff, I promise you. You are going to love the way Factor tastes, and you're really going to love the convenience as well. Head on over to factormeals.com slash SteelersChat50 and use code SteelersChat50, one word, to get 50% off Factor Meals today. That's code SteelersChat50 at factormeals.com slash SteelersChat50 to get 50% off. So now let's start uh, on this journey here of the last six seasons with 2018. And this is kind of the start of it all right before this season. Uh, you know, the it was the Killer B era, four straight 10-plus win seasons, you know, going to the playoffs, having really good football teams led by Big Ben Roethlisberger, right? But you finished this year at 9-6-1 and one and missed the playoffs despite starting the year at 7-2-1. and one. Now, you also have to remember Le'Veon Bell sat out the entire season holding out for that contract dispute. And then also this is really the year where Antonio Brown really started to lose his freaking marbles uh, and ended up being traded to the Las Vegas Raiders after the season was over. Now, 2018, in my opinion, because it was such a bad collapse and you still had a prime Big Ben Roethlisberger at this time, uh, you know, this is probably the biggest stain, at least in my opinion, on Mike Tomlin's uh, career record in terms of a regular season, right? You missed the playoffs after such a good start. Uh, you weren't able to get Le'Veon Bell uh, to, to sign a contract, an extension, when he was really playing well. Antonio Brown was kind of losing it, so people were starting to say Mike Tomlin's losing the locker room, all this different stuff. 2018 is definitely a year that Mike Tomlin probably wishes he could get back. Then we get to 2019, and it's another season where the Steelers missed the playoffs, an 8-8 eight and eight finish. Uh, but you have to remember that this season here, Big Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt very early in the season, and you're pretty much relying on a very young Mason Rudolph at that point and Duck Hodges. Yes, Duck Hodges as your starting quarterback for pretty much the entire season. And the fact that I, you know, Tomlin got this team to an 8-8 eight and eight record, I think is actually pretty impressive, all right? I think with most teams had a young Mason Rudolph who was not a very good quarterback at that time, and Duck Hodges, who was definitely not a good quarterback at that time, uh, you know, getting them to 8-8, eight and eight, I think that's a really good accomplishment from Mike Tomlin, and it shows that he's able to keep teams afloat even when all hell breaks loose uh, in terms of losing star players. Then we get to 2020, and of course, this was the COVID year, and it was a very weird year in the National Football League. But the Pittsburgh Steelers did get back to double-digit win football here with a 12-4 record, but that's also a little bit misleading because this was another season where the Steelers completely collapsed in the latter half of the season. Big Ben uh, you know, played really well to start the season. The defense was absolutely elite, and because of that, the Steelers got off to a historic 11 straight wins to start this season, but they also lost the final five of six games. All right, that is a terrible stretch, including playoffs, where, of course, you get that famous photo of Big Ben Roethlisberger on the bench in, uh, at Acrisure Stadium losing to the Cleveland Browns, right? And, of course, you lost to the Browns both in Week 18 and in the wild card round at Acrisure Stadium. Absolutely embarrassing for this franchise. Now, my thoughts here on 2020 is that when Big Ben Roethlisberger was actually playing really good football, uh, in the early part of the season, this team couldn't be stopped. Mike Tomlin had this team just rolling, winning every single football game. And you could definitely tell as the season went on, especially during that final home stretch, Big Ben's play definitely began to decline. Coming off that injury in 2019, I think that his age really started to show. And unfortunately, this is the beginning of the end for Big Ben Roethlisberger as an elite NFL quarterback. And unfortunately, uh, that ended the season prematurely here for the 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers. Then you get to the 2021 season where, once again, they're back to 9-7-1. They did end up making the playoffs again this year with Big Ben as their quarterback. But once again, I think Ben's age continued to show itself. Uh, you know, he had a harder time throwing the ball down the field here, especially here towards the end of the season. And, of course, it wasn't helpful that Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator here in Pittsburgh. Uh, I do think Tomlin still got... Uh, you know, Pittsburgh to the playoffs, you know, despite poor offensive play calling and a declining quarterback. So this was really be the beginning of, a, of an era here over these last three seasons where Tomlin's had to overcome bad offensive play calling via Matt Canada and poor quarterback play. And although Ben, 
uh, was pretty decent that year, especially to begin the season. By season's end, he was, he was definitely not the same quarterback, uh, and he was getting tired. He couldn't handle the 17-game schedule, and by the time they made it to the playoffs, I mean, what'd you expect from Mike Tomlin? To win the Super Bowl this year? I mean, absolutely not. I think the fact that he got this team to the playoffs yet again uh, is another good thing on Mike Tomlin's resume. And then perhaps one of his best coaching jobs was last year. People forget about this. In 2022, getting to 9-8 and eight, despite what they had to go through on offense. Drafting Kenny Pickett, who was a rookie last year. Mitch Trubisky not playing well. And, of course, you got the terrible offensive play calling of Matt Canada. One of the worst offenses in Pittsburgh Steelers history was last year. And despite a 3-7 and seven start, despite getting absolutely destroyed by the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles, right, Everybody gave up hope on this team, and people were starting to, to clamor for Tomlin to get fired. He goes on to win seven of the final seven games of that season, and people went into the 2023 campaign with a lot of hope because of that stretch. The defense played fantastically down the stretch, and it was really the engine that almost got that team to the playoffs. They were the first team out of the AFC playoff picture, and, and definitely the, the hopes were high going into 2023. So I think that this was a great coaching job by Mike Tomlin. He had a terrible offensive structure, and he made it work anyway. That's kind of been the trademark of him, at least in my opinion, over these last six years, and that continued into this year. So right now, 9-7. and seven. Of course, we got this final game against the Baltimore Ravens in Week 18. If you win, they get back to double-digit win football, despite the fact that, once again, you had Matt Canada here as the offensive coordinator, despite the fact that Kenny Pickett didn't develop into the quarterback we were all hoping he was going to be. Uh, and he also had to make major changes this year, right? There was a bunch of injuries to his defense at the inside linebacker and safety position, overcame those, brought guys in to contribute right away. It was really, really good stuff. And right now, Pittsburgh, with these last two wins are right on the precipice of making the playoffs with one of the worst offensive seasons in this uh, franchise's history in terms of overall league rankings. So this is, I believe, what great coaches do. They're able to take a roster with the coaches that they have available and kind of get them to their ceiling. If they have the coaches and the roster to be a title contender, that's what happens, right? If they, if they have the roster to potentially compete for a playoff spot, that's what happens, right? Uh, and my contention here is that Mike Tomlin is the type of guy that does that, right? Even despite losing quarterbacks, having bad quarterback play, despite, you know, granted, he hired Matt Canada, but you know what? You know, Matt Canada's offense was absolutely terrible, and he's still overcoming that. So my contention here is that if they get the right offensive coordinator, right, if Tomlin can, can just get it right this time, hire the right offensive coordinator, and get the right quarterback with the defensive structure that's here with the leadership abilities that Mike Tomlin has. I absolutely have all the confidence in the world that Mike Tomlin can be and will be a Super Bowl winning head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, you know, pretty soon here. I absolutely do believe that. And as a Steelers fan, I really do believe in that contention. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comments section. Who would you like to see as the next offensive coordinator quarterback combo here in Pittsburgh in 2024. Do you want to see like an Eric Bieniemy, Mason Rudolph? Do you want to see uh, something else? Let me know which offensive coordinator and which quarterback you want to pair with Mike Tomlin in 2024 to try to get the Steelers their next Super Bowl. Let me know down there in the comments what you guys think and make sure you guys click that subscribe button. Thank you guys uh, for sticking with me here, whether you agree with my take, whether you disagree with me. If you made it to the end of today's video, I appreciate everybody hearing me out today. Uh, and, uh, and honestly, I don't really expect anyone to completely agree with me 100%, right? If you disagree with me, that's perfectly fine. I love having uh, this kind of dialogue with you guys here on the channel. So make sure you click that subscribe button for premium Steelers content 24-7, 365, for free, right here on YouTube.